Western officials in protest what? over Israel-Gaza policy. Top court says it has jurisdiction on fire and gas bags in Kenyan capital kills three and injures nearly 300. Islamic resistance in Iran militias carried out to Jordan base in Jordan. Ukraine war. East Palestine volunteers killed in Russian drone attack. Macron confirms. What's going on in the world? This podcast is produced by Student Media. Student Media is a student organization at the University of Evansville. Student Media produces the Crescent Magazine, published online and in print three times a semester. Student Media produces several podcasts and utilizes design, photography, video, and sound towards experiential and academic learning in journalistic endeavors and engaging storytelling. Student media elevates the voice of the student body and connects the campus and community to important information and points of view. To learn more, visit crescent.evansville.edu. Today is Friday, February 2nd, 2024. Welcome to another episode of What's Going On in the World. I'm your host, Tommy Hausman, and I'm here with... Sarah Siles. And guess what? Phil predicted an early spring at Gobbler's Knob. What do you think about that? That's great. I'm I'm pretty excited because I'm tired of winter. The gray times are so depressing. I that's what I call call the winter. It's because it's just gray all the time, especially here in southern Indiana. And I just can't stand it. When the sun came out yesterday, I was so excited. So on Groundhog Day 2024 in Puxwani, Phil predicted an early spring at Gobbler's Knob in Puxwani, Pennsylvania. The announcement brought joy to the crowd with thousands of people attending the event despite cold weather. The proclamation was made during the 138th celebration of Groundhog Day, and the famous rodents prediction was also streamed online by PCN-TV and the Associated Press. Well, now that we talked about some good news, Sarah, why don't you uh, give us an update about what's going on in Israel? Sure. So over 800 U.S. and European officials have said that if they continue to stand by and watch the war between Israel and Hamas, they will be violating international law. They cannot continue to let Israel show no boundaries by violating international law, committing war crimes, and possibly committing a genocide. Many government officials have signed a statement outlining this. People also fear that Israel's persistence is merely fueling more conflict in the Middle East, including provoking Hezbollah and other actors. Speaking of other actors, on Tuesday, President Biden stated that he did not want to make a bigger war in the Middle East. On Wednesday, Iranian-backed militia sent out a drone attack in Jordan, which killed three U.S. service members while they were patrolling a maritime trade route. There is evidence leaning towards the fact that the Islamic resistance planned this attack, And Iran has warned that they will respond to any attack that the U.S. makes on them. An Iranian ambassador has also claimed that messages have not been sent between the U.S. and Iran, but Qatar, the mediator, has said that there have been messages sent. Now for lighter news, what's going on in the U.S.? The January job report in the U.S. exceeded expectations, with 353,000 jobs added and a steady unemployment rate of 3.7%, challenging fears of a recession. The robust economic performance may delay anticipated interest rate cuts by the Federal Reserve aimed at combating inflation. Despite inflation falling from its peak, it remains above the Fed's target of 2%. The strong job market and wage growth, coupled with falling inflation, provide an optimistic outlook for consumers in the first half of the year. 
However, experts suggest that cutting interest rates too quickly could risk a rebound of inflation. Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell acknowledged the positive trends, but emphasized the need for caution, highlighting the risks of overheated economy. The next opportunity for a Fed to consider interest rate cuts will be in March, with some experts suggesting that the impressive job numbers may lead to the Fed to maintain current interest rates. Well, that's kind of good news. Bad news? I don't know. I'm really still kind of on the fence about this whole interest rates to control inflation, especially when um, we have so many other things going on with uh, with uh, products and our, our kind of disposable um, consumerism nature. But I guess that's another topic for another episode. So in light of having an explosive economy, there's different kinds of explosions on the other side of the world. What are those, Sarah? Right. So last night in Kenya, gas cylinders exploded in the capital, killing three people and injuring around 300. A truck had exploded in a parking lot near a gas plant and destroyed buildings and houses as well. The explosion started a huge fire, which spread, destroying even more buildings. Upon further investigation, authorities discovered that the gas plant did not meet safety regulations and should not have been in operation. A person visiting the site of the explosion explained that Kenya has weak enforcement of laws. These laws really do need to be better to enforce the protection of the lives of the citizens living there. And now another, another explosion. Right. So uh, the East Palestine train derailment anniversary highlights ongoing struggles. Today marks the one-year anniversary of the train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio, triggering a hazardous materials fire and controlled venting of vinyl chloride. Residents' health concerns persist, leading to ongoing cleanup efforts. Local leaders are divided on moving forward, some emphasizing progress, while others express frustration at the lack of legislative progress, notably the Stalled Railway Safety Act. Residents, including Moms Clean Air Force member Misty Allison and chiropractor Rick Desai, seek political positions to advocate for safety measures and federal assistance. Pennsylvania U.S. Representative Chris DeLuzio's rail safety bill has not advanced, fueling ongoing frustration among residents with a response from political leaders and railroads. So that was some pretty harrowing news, but it uh, seems like on the other side of the planet there might be some drones where some people were accidentally killed. Yes. So... Ukrainian officials reported that two volunteers were killed and four others were injured in a drone attack that occurred yesterday. Today, two more have been killed and six more people have been injured. Russia has commented nothing about this. The International Court of Justice has also made a ruling about the Russia-Ukraine war. On Wednesday, the court ruled in favor of Russia in a file Ukraine made, which stated that Russia had been backing separatist groups before it attacked Ukraine. Now, is there anything else going on in the U.S.? The Environmental Protection Agency, the EPA, has proposed categorizing forever chemicals as hazardous. The Environmental Protection Agency has proposed categorizing nine per and polyfluorochil, that's a big one, substances, PFAS, commonly known as forever chemicals, as hazardous to human health. The proposal signed by the EPA aims to designate these chemicals as hazardous, constituents under the Resource Conservation and Recovery Act. To be considered as a hazardous constituent, a substance must be toxic or have a potential to cause cancer, genetic mutations, or 
embryonic malformations. The EPA cited various studies indicating that these forever chemicals can lead to toxic effects, including cancer, decreased response to vaccinations, high cholesterol, fertility issues, preeclampsia, thyroid disorders, and asthma in humans and animals. PFAS, with encompass, which encompasses thousands of man-made chemicals used in manufacturing processes like nonstick cookware, adhesives, firefighting foam, and artificial turf are referred to as forever chemicals due to their slow breakdown and accumulation in the environment, animals, and, and in people. A U.S. Geological Survey study last summer found these, chemical, these chemicals present in nearly half of the country's tap water. The proposed rule will undergo public comment once uploaded to the Federal Register under the document number EPAHQOLEM2023-0278. And on that mouthful of numbers, that is all for us today. Thank you for joining us on another episode of What's Going On in the World. I am your host, Tommy J. Hausman, and I'm here with... Sarah Siles. And we sure appreciate you tuning in. Hope to see you next week. Thanks a lot. Bye. Western officials in protest what? over Israel Gaza Gazapon. The court says it has jurisdiction on fire and gas in Basque Canyon. The capital kills three and injures nearly 300. Islamic resistance in Iran militias carried out Jordan and base in Jordan. Ukraine war. Two French volunteers killed in Russian drone attack. Macron confirms. What's going on in the world?